The Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Coming up, first ever, I believe, week 15 pod of Stanford Steve and the Bear. We also have a first ever underdog as a steamer. Our thoughts on the latest rankings. But first. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Also want to remind everyone to check out Mina Kimes podcast. Download and subscribe to the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny. And also us, Stanford Steve and the Bear, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Bear, we are in uh, uncharted waters. Is that the right saying? Week 15, we're usually like, you're usually just, you shut it down. This is your week. You're, you're traveled 14 straight weeks. You got the nasal going. You got a little cough going. But you know what? I feel like you're good. Before we talk pre-show, you're you're good I, to go here. I've, I've been pretty good. Usually, this is like the the week of like you kind of get that Vegas bowl like travel out there for the first week. Maybe we kick around some bowls. Uh, but yeah, it's, we, we we got some some games this week, and yeah, it was interesting to see the uh, the text this morning from our guy, and I and I had like to take a double check and, and rub my eyes. I was like, there's a plus sign there. I like is 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 the coach. Uh, Coach, thinking all right, but uh, somebody, yeah, we'll, we'll, somebody we'll, grab his phone. Um, all right, we will get to the to the underdog steamer. Um, we do have to catch up on your travel plans. We have unprecedented mm-hmm. uh, times there for this mm-hmm. coming Saturday, as you will be headed to the great Mikey Stadium for game day. But first, I feel like I always take the reins here, and I just take it and I run with it, and I go, and you got to follow. And now that it's week fifteen, it's your week. You start. You got something to say. The floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I, I put something out there last week about how, like, the the whole Big Ten situation. And if, you know, at first I was like, yeah, no, it, it would suck you in the end. It would stink to play all your games and and, and have the and have them change your rules. But I was kind of like, yeah, but I expect it, and I, I wasn't going to like be totally upset and like outraged by it, but. It kind of bothers me a lot now. Just Ooh. for, you know, it, it does. Seriously, it, it, it gives off a vibe of, okay, we, we, we don't like the results. So we're just going to change it uh, a week a week before. Like, it's like, come on, the Big Ten could have this, the best of both worlds mm-hmm. in this ridiculous, dumb year and season. You could have a special story where Northwestern or Indiana get to pu- get to crown themselves Big Ten champs. You let Ohio State play Iowa next week or whomever. They're still going to go to the playoff, and you get the best of both worlds. Now it, it, it's like the game is rigged. Now it's like everything's stacked against you. Uh, you know, I wish I had all my soccer under bets 
Like I wish they paid me after 57 minutes. Because that's basically what 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 yeah, they 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 the Ohio State's played sixty two point five percent of their season. Like uh, pay pay me for uh pay me for a fifty seven minutes worth of a soccer under. That's what it's what it's what it that's what basically it is. Like it just shows that the, the games don't matter. They 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 know Ohio State is their is their money maker, and, and they're gonna just accommodate them. And, and it just bothers me. And it, it also like. You're going to think that much better of Ohio State because they beat Northwestern in a Big Ten championship game than you would if they beat Iowa in, in just another game next week. Like this whole like charade and facade of like a conference championship, meaning that you're better than someone else. That's just a committee playoff committee like joke. Like like it has nothing to do with it. That's based on the premise that all conferences and all teams are created equal. And it's it's just just this thing, like you're you're telling me that like because USC or whomever Washington, Colorado, Colorado wins the Pac-12, that they're better than Texas A&M or Florida, like who doesn't whoever doesn't win the SEC? Come on, it's you know, you're good. You put a banner up, you get a conference championship, bring fine. But but winning a conference has nothing to do with like determining who the best team is. And that's just like this committee, like fallacy to just kind of leave it vague and open it up and kind of put, make, make it fair for, for everyone. But the more, the more and more I thought about it over the last couple of days, when it was kind of like obvious what the big 10 was going to do here, it, it's bothered me more and more. And, and uh, I don't like it one bit. Uh, I'm sure I'm in the minority there. I'm sure people are saying, Oh, well they can do whatever they want. The ACC did this, but, the Big Ten had an opportunity here to like they always talk about like the Big Ten is above all this and academics and everything matters and they're the higher standard. Like this isn't a higher standard. This is catering to a team and changing things around at the at the last at last hour because you didn't like the result. You could have had it both ways. You could have the best of both worlds. Instead, Indiana's getting screwed. So. No one is saying Indiana is better than Ohio State. They played in Columbus. Ohio State won the game 42-35 in the game where Indiana came back. Indiana managed to do everything, get through their season, play, manage the, the virus, get, keep their players healthy and eligible. Ohio State played five games. Like At some point, like playing games has to matter. And and qualifying and setting the standard and the rules of what the Big Ten set out like like that 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 should matter, but instead, they're they're not. So uh, that's 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 my rant. I'm, I'm I feel I feel bad for Indiana because uh, they they if I'm an Indiana player or coach or whatever like look, the, the the rules were there everyone knew the rules and it, it's a clear attempt by the Big Ten to manipulate and get Ohio State in in the conference championship game for a game that ultimately means nothing because they're going to make the playoff anyway, whether they beat Northwestern or whether they beat Iowa. So You don't feel like I Indiana think, deserves I, I, a shot at the playoff, though? No, no, no. Okay, because that argument is is no. ridiculous to me. No, I'm not, I'm that, not that, saying that. I got no time that. for that. Okay. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying You're that. just talking about the idea of a Big Ten championship and what Correct. the rules were. Okay, Correct. I just wanted to clarify because this stuff of – of Oregon or uh, Indiana being uh, supposedly in the in the playoff is 
is asinine to me. You, just like Scott said last night, Ohio State didn't play enough games, according to you, but they played enough against you, and they beat you, and it was 35-7. So um, I will say this. um, In a year where we're going to have limited games, and you talk about the games played, the and I don't know where this takes us. I'm not saying, um, you know, it. You know, we would obviously wait to see what happens with Florida and Bama, but the A and M win over Florida has to mean something. It it they played the game and it happened. And you know, you're talking about getting through the season. They're getting through the season, both teams. But and I that's one thing I will say. They there are things to assess if Florida does beat Bama, but. You still have to have AM higher than Florida, which is correct well, in my won't. opinion. You right won't now. because Florida Florida will have beaten number one Alabama and be the SEC champion. That that's that's what will that's where we'll be. And it, 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 it's this and that's the that's the one thing that if you're and we talk about betting and, and, and stuff, if you are yeah. a better out there who is now kind of upset about this Indiana thing, you're holding an Indiana ticket or a Northwestern ticket to win, to win the big 10 at big numbers. And the big 10 is going to let Ohio state in the game. What you want to have happen now, you want Florida to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, because in that scenario, you're probably going to get Florida and Alabama in the playoff. And you're probably going to get Clemson and Notre Dame in the playoff. Assuming Clemson wins. And then Ohio state will be left out. And you, you probably would feel a little bit of like bitter vengeance. If that's the case or kind of feel good about the, the rules kind of be twisted to help Ohio state. And then it's still not work out. And the thing is like, th- there is a path. I mean, is it likely? No, but I gave you say, the path last night. I tweeted it out. Yeah, the, the, the path is there. Alabama beats Florida. Notre Dame beats Clemson. You got a Clemson, and and, and, that, and that's going to be the thing. Again, what we're talking about here. I don't think there's anybody out mm-hmm. there that thinks Iowa State is better than Clemson. But in this committee logic mind, Ohio, Iowa State will be the Big 12 champion, and Clemson won't be a champion. They'll be a two-loss non-champion. So a two-loss Big 12 champion somehow in the committee's mind is better than a two-loss Clemson. But but that's that's the path. It's the A&M won't be a conference champ. Florida will have been eliminated, two lost, not a champ. Like the path is there for like potentially for for this Iowa State Clemson discussion. If we do have a um, a second Notre Dame upset of the Tigers in the ACC championship game. Yeah. So the scenario was I I bear said it there. There was a couple other things I added. Alabama beats Florida. Notre Dame beats Clemson. Ohio State doesn't play again. A and M doesn't play again. And that. You know, the way down, you know, and what opened my eyes to that bear is there's no way Cincinnati's in. There, there I don't no. see a road for them. Yeah, I don't. I just, I don't see it. Um, maybe if Iowa State or Oklahoma beats Iowa State three nothing, um, in a very unimpressive Big Twelve title game, mm-hmm. even though uh, last year's Big Twelve title game wasn't too impressive either. Um, but it's. It's crazy to see a Big 12 champion. And listen, we've talked about Iowa State on this podcast more than anyone talks about uh, podcasts. I've heard other podcasts say they're not even in their mix, uh, whatever that means. Um, but it 
it's pretty eye-opening now that the Cincinnati thing, and, and, and to hear uh, Barta afterwards on the conference call say they don't have a win against a top 25 team, that's right. But at least we have, you know who I would put in, in that scenario if all those things happen? Georgia. Yes. Got to put Georgia in. Got to have Georgia I, 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 I mean, I, 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 I was expecting a – uh, 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 I mean, uh, they got they got it all. You, you should see. I, I mean, I love seeing their stuff. Oh, you don't know what we are. You think Florida's a better team than when they played A and M? We're better because we got Daniels now, and we're oh god, please, <laughs> please, please, please. Um, but, but what the, else do we get, have from get, last getting night? Back to Iowa State. Yep, yep. People are people are killing them and like wondering why they're ranked this high. Like again, again, FPI is not used by the committee, but it's like it's determining like quality wins in terms of like teams that are good, that, mm-hmm. that the power ratings have high. Iowa state has the same number of wins against top 40 FPI teams as Alabama does. They both have five. So it's like, it, it, again, the committee's using wins versus like the committee top 25 or the way the committee ranks them, which is fine, which is fine as well. But like, Iowa State has good wins. They played 10 games this year, and seven of them have been against top 40 teams in terms of, the, of our power ratings. Now, maybe, maybe you can say there's a, a bit they of a They got some bad losses, Bear. Well, well, well here's, the th- here's the thing. Yes, you look at the final score against Louisiana, and, and you see a 17-point loss or whatever it was. And then, and then you do a little bit more research – and you see three non-offensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kohler didn't play. Half the team didn't practice until like, like three days before the game. I don't think. Like there were a lot of circumstances. And it was like a touchdown with like two minutes left or something that completely blew it open. So like yeah, the score looked bad, but like it wasn't. It wasn't like thirty-one fourteen with a late touchdown to make it from thirty-one seven to thirty-one fourteen. Like Louisiana had two hundred and seventy yards in the game. I think State their lost. other loss is worse. The loss at Oklahoma State in the yeah. game, lost by field goal. Yeah, the party party didn't play well that game. That's that's perfectly fair. No, I'm just saying like all losses aren't created equal, and I'm not I'm not sitting here stumping that Iowa State should should get in the play. But I'm I'm just people are asking why are they ranked where seventh where they are ahead of Cincinnati? It's because they have a lot of games against good teams. Cincinnati has played one team in the top 40. Cincinnati has four wins versus the bottom third mm-hmm. of college football. Iowa State's got one. So like like the, this again, this is the committee showing that schedule matters to them. Like, like it doesn't matter too much. Maybe you, you could argue maybe it does. But 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 I'm, I'm just answering the question. People are well, I got you. Why? Iowa State schedule like 19 Cincinnati 77. Do you have Coastal ranked ahead of Cincinnati? I'll tell you what, I, I could I could make that argument. They got it. They they are a top I, ten. I could make I could make that they argument. They have to have them in the top ten. I mean I mean Cincinnati what's Cincinnati's best UCF? Is that their best win? Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean they gave SMU's first loss, but then SMU hasn't done anything. Um I mean, if you're yeah, if you're if you're coastal, if you're coastal and you have a win, a blowout win over a power five team in Kansas. I mean, it's it's still a power five team. I know it is. They're undefeated. Like this is the thing that the, the, the Iowa State lost to lot to Louisiana. That's the thing that hurts. Is they're one of the three losses where the Sun Belt's three and zero. Oh. 
That yeah. that that's tough, man. That's yeah, a yeah. tough coastal. Look. Coastal has the win over Louisiana, mm-hmm. and then a win over App State, and then the the win over BYU. Like that's a pretty damn good resume for 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 for, for a, a, a group of five team from like the Sun Belt. Make a, you could make a very very good case that that coastal should be ranked ahead of Cincinnati. Thank you. Uh, because I listen, I've been on Cincinnati the whole year, and now they're at eight and zero. They've been at eight and zero, and in a year where the wins are count, I'm counting the wins more than anything. There's a lot. Of, no one has more uh, deserves more recency bias than Coastal, so I have them in the, in the top ten. I mean, they're this Iowa State thing, and I, I just can't buy it. Um, I've always said they don't drop them low enough when they when these teams lose. And they don't move it up high enough when they're undefeated. So I have Coastal again ahead of of, of those two. I have them at, at seven. All right. I think that gets us. Indiana fans are mad because they should moved up in the top ten after a massive win at Madison. Remember when that Friday night when everybody thought oh, Graham Mark, Graham Graham Mark Heisman, the Heisman. Put pencil yeah. in. Big Ten's uh, going to get two teams in the playoff, right? Yeah. How long ago that was? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Graham Mertz, uh, shout out to our uh, guy, Coach Dugs, for uh, getting some more off-season hardware, uh, winning the quarantine award um, for his content in the off-season. Uh, good for him. It was the best. Of the, well that, was the, that was the best thing that happened to Coach Dugs this past week after uh, after his, the, the the Badgers went down at home to to Indiana and 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 your guy uh, Duke alum Wojo and Marquette oh, got uh, I didn't want to bring that on the hardwood. They want to bring so that at least at least the week ended on a good note for Dugs. There you go. Ah, uh, shout out Dugs. All right, you're going to Mikey Stadium. I am. And then you're going to Miami. Okay, so let's start first with the drive up to Hudson. Game day is going to Army Navy at Army. I still they cannot be happy seeing that painted end zone with Navy in it, man. Like I, that, <laughs> I saw that last week and I'm like, that is going to drive. Like there are guys up in West Point that haven't slept since they saw that paint there. There's oh, no, sure. there is no doubt. Um, speaking of guys who haven't slept, there's no way Sean McVay has slept this week with the Patriots coming in. Uh, knowing what's going on there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's I'm another, on, that's Thursday, another Thursday night or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you're going to Mikey stadium Game day. I asked you, you've been there before. The show has gone to game day. Yes. We when? Did, uh, two, 2003, we had uh, South Florida, Jim Levitt era, uh, at Army. Oh, who was that? Uh, late September, late September. And it's the only game day show that has ever been canceled mid-show. We had a, lightning, we had a lightning strike uh, nearby, or horrible weather, and we had a shut down the show and stop the show mid show. And then we, uh, we had to drive back from, uh, from West point and the rest of the day on Saturday, we had what I like to call the jumbo package on the set doing scoreboard shows and wraps the rest of the day. We had Chris Lee and Kirk because Desmond wasn't, it wasn't there yet. Um, we had Chris Lee and Kirk. And then we had wow. Reese Trevin Mark. So we had six people on the set, Fowler and Reese bookending the set, and then the four analysts in between there. And that actually was the uh, the day that the Dirty Golden Bears beat USC in 2003. Wow. I have it's, to late, it's late September. They should be back at school. 
I think it was like September 26th or September 27th, 2003. But yeah, no, so we're, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, getting back there this week. And then, uh, some things are, some things are in the works Uh in the mix to at the end of the show to potentially have some fun. And, uh, I guess we're Kirk and Maria and myself need to get down to Miami to call the, uh, the, the Canes and the Tar Heels. All right. So that's a three thirty Eastern kick. Sure is. We'll take a, a fast flying plane to get down there in time, uh, do the game. And then like in the most unlikeliest of <laughs> like flights that ever possibly could exist, there's a nine Oh five nonstop on the other airline emphasis, the other airline, oh. my airline, nine Oh five PM nonstop other airline, MIA, BDL, and I'm taking it to make you happy. I I'm took that. The, I, I took that I'm flight the day the before the Super Bowl. I, I know exactly that flight. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, like, I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, I wonder if there's something. There I'm is. Like, Miami, Bradley, yep. 905 on Saturday. Perfect. So I was. You'll be home zero, for Saturday Night Live. Triple, triple zero. I'm, I am in the car down, down 95 South to MIA. Uh, good luck with that airport. That is a oh, maze. It, I get it, lost it, going it, in. It's, I get it, lost it's, every time I go in there. It's the uh, well, I, well. I haven't been. Usually, I'll fly into Lauderdale. Yeah, that's kind of been the thing. And uh, I think the last time I went out of Miami was um, when I left mid-show game day to get to Dallas for the Alabama or Michigan State Cotton Bowl 2015. And I, and I think at the time they were still like doing that, like horrible rental car conveyor belt. Yes. Moving yes. walkway. No thing. doubt they were. So like, I, I don't know what that process is. Right. So I'm looking forward to finding out Saturday night around uh, eight o'clock or so. All right. Uh, be careful. I, uh, what, what does the over under have to get to for you to take the over in army Navy? It's at 38. I'd take the over now. You would? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. There you go. There's the first pick right there. I would, All I right. would too. I'd take the over. I'm not going to make it an official pick, but I'd take the over. No. All right. Good. The uh, the steamer. There's, no, is I mean, in, there's, there's, there's no way that that, that under streak is going to go. There's no way it'll go under again. The streak has to end. Keep keep fitting against the streak. That's like the, the best way to manage your bank call, right? There's mm. no way. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. The steamer is an underdog. It's a rivalry game. It is Virginia. The steamer is an underdog. It is Virginia plus two and a half. I'm shocked he didn't say I only want it at plus three, but he did write (laughs) Virginia plus two and a half. Uh, So there's your steamer. Um, A couple things. Thursday. Pittsburgh's Georgia Tech, ACC. Uh, by the way, t- second straight week he's gone against Virginia Tech, by the way, on the steamer. Yeah, oh. Clem, yeah you remember Clem, we had Clem last week. Yeah, we did. Clem minus 22. So he's Winner. Fading, so did fading, your boy, exactly, thank God. Fading, fading the Hokies again. Interesting. Interesting. NC State, NC State alum coming out with him. By, by, the, yeah. by the way, by the, by the way, before we move on, why, why, why we love our guy, so I'm, sitting in the, I'm sitting in the hotel Friday after our game day call on Friday morning, I'm getting ready for 
daily wager later in the afternoon, working on some last minute stuff for the show. And I just get a, get a text. How far does the map say you are from Calabash, North Carolina? And that's like all, all it's all, all it said. So I pull it up and it was like 41 minutes, 38 minutes or something like that. So I'm like, hey, it says 38 minutes. He was like, ah, that might be a little too far, but best seafood you'll ever have. Uh-huh. Just like naming, naming a place. And he's like, you got to get your, uh, your doubled crab and whatever else. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, so I'm like, he, he was, he was a little disappointed that I didn't make the drive on, uh, on Friday night, but weather got kind of crappy, rainy. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to unfortunately have to pass on making this drive. So yeah. So, so, so the head, the head dog was a little bit disappointed mm-hmm. that I wasn't able to make it up to the, uh, the dockside seafood house. He, 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 he said, this is almost as good of a tip as uh, Lexington barbecue. And was just talking about how they would go to Myrtle beach a lot as a kid mm-hmm. and, talk about that calabash style seafood and um he said place has got hush puppies that make a bulldog break its chain which is just like an unbelievable line but he was uh he, he was he was very disappointed that uh i did not go there get the uh hush get dog. the hush puppies get the double crab get the soft shell crab oh, all, all, all that all that stuff but he, he um He's great. He was very, very, very disappointed that I did not did not make that trip, but but he totally understood, being that it was a uh, north of a half hour up the road. Yeah, that's that's the cutoff. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into the slate, which is changing by the second. We're early afternoon here on Wednesday. I saw our poor guys at Charlotte just got canceled again yep. against Marshall. Um. We know what's going on with the Big Ten and all that. So Thursday, I just looked, I, I don't know. I don't want to say I give the benefit of the doubt because of Collins is so energetic and stuff like that. But Pitt and Georgia Tech have both had terrible seasons and Georgia Tech's getting a touchdown at home. That feels like a lot in a, in a conference game where I think Georgia Tech is still playing hard. Um, so that's something to keep an eye out. Uh, I do have a couple picks circled that I think are going to be in the column on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I am going way against the grain, Bear. You talk about streaks. Uh, I'm doing something that I don't think I should be doing, but I have to. And okay. that is that is laying double digits in the Territorial Cup. I was, I was going to say, you're, I know exactly where you were getting. Yeah, that's – I just – I watched, UCLA-Arizona State was a great game. Arizona State showed a lot. We talked about Arizona State at the beginning of the year. I thought they might have – Lost that first game and then won out from there. Uh, Chipper comes back in a great comeback, uh, which he calls for the young baby Bruins. Uh, that's what they're coining them out in Westwood. Uh, shout out to the Chipper with his new Jordan. He'll be rocking the I was Jordans just say, everywhere. Baby, baby Bruins gonna have to, got that jump man now. Yeah, but I just I I think I, I said Arizona State is almost in a redshirt season because of the youth and the recruiting class they have coming in. They have they have one of the top uh, looking um, classes coming in next year, and they lose last week twenty five eighteen. They lose a month prior to USC, uh, and and Arizona just like I mean they scored thirteen last week, ten against UCLA, uh, went up you know and got destroyed for three and a half quarters against Washington. It hasn't been pretty in Tucson. Um, it feels like a lot, but I just there's a trust factor here, Jaden's. 
Jaden Daniels has been good in his two games, throwing for almost 400. They've they've uh, they've played good defense. I thought I thought I just thought Chip found a couple of wrinkles uh, that got them huge first downs early in that in that game winning drive that ended up being a difference. But Jaden got the guys down the field. You know, not sure what's going on Arizona personnel wise. Um, I don't. I know it's going against everything in a rivalry game, and this has yep. been one of the most crazy. Uh, rivalries in the sport. When you go back and you look at no way should an underdog win, we will chance it air and lay the double digits. Remember next week, we have to uh, circle back and get our uh, our Pac-12 correspondence on. Yes, week of the Pac- absolutely. Just, just remember that. So we, we could be having someone from SC. We could have someone from Colorado, have someone maybe from Seattle. Be interesting to see where see where we wind up, but but you're I, right. Friday, Friday there 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 are a couple of games that uh, you you could probably see a lot of reaction to on on game day, maybe on Saturday morning. Got, got that great story at San Jose State, my favorite um, one, and that's playing the playing Nevada now at UNLV because they can't play any yep. home games. Looking to keep that undefeated season alive. Great win last week against Hawkeye football out out in, out in Hawaii. You have what could potentially be maybe the final game that kept someone era in Arizona. And then you got uh, another great story in Colorado who no one in the world would have thought this team uh, would have been undefeated. Car- the Carl hire was kind of like mocked as to you're hiring this guy. And uh, they have played well. And they are a, a home favorite against Utah. And they will be uh, rooting for UCLA on, on Saturday afternoon if, if they can, uh, can beat the Utes. Yeah, um, that's my other San Jose State. I just feel like their defense is pretty legit. Bear they they played. I mean, last week they go out to the island in a game that was supposed to be at San Jose. You know, they trade you know home stadiums and go out there and and I thought really gave it to Hawaii. They go up early. I want to say it was twenty one nothing in the first mm-hmm. quarter, uh, and then they coast uh, to that to that win. They've given up 17, 17. I feel like their defense is in a better spot. I've watched a lot of Nevada. Um, I really like uh, Strong, the quarterback. He's got an absolute hose for an arm. And uh, Dobbs, the the receiver, has been really, really good too. So uh, I think San Jose State's just a more rounded, uh, better off team there. So I will lay uh, the two and a half with the Spartans. As you said, that is at the – not at the Raiders Stadium. That's still at – Sam Boyd Stadium in uh, Las Vegas, a, and, and, fav- and he, a favorite and venue I, of our of our guy Matt Humans out in uh, out in Las Vegas. And here I was thinking that I was going to be present at the final game at at, uh, at Sam Boyd Stadium last year for that for that Vegas Bowl. And how dare you? Not not actually. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even make it out to the game because I was deathly ill. That's right. Got 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 sick on Friday after. After Friday night at dinner, and I was, I was, uh, I was out for the count. Never, never, never made it to see the, uh, the Huskies take on the Broncos. T- talking right. about like the schedule, talking about like the schedule changing and this yeah. Ohio State joke that the the Big Ten's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? If I'm the Big like, okay, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it. You're like, why would the Big Twelve like just like not? pull the plug on this Oklahoma West Virginia game. Like it does no it's a it's a rescheduling of a canceled game already. Yeah. West Virginia got the doors blown off in Ames last week. Oklahoma's got the Big 12 title game next week. If I'm Oklahoma, 
Like, look, I, I know kids want to play and it's an opportunity to play, but you're going on, you're traveling to, to West Virginia. The game doesn't mean anything. Like, you're taking a massive – the conference is taking a massive risk here, but, but putting a team that's going to be a big 12 title game on the road, I mean, A, you've got the the, the, the COVID concerns about maybe mm-hmm. someone contracts something, and B, you got the injury. Like, like what happens if Spencer Rattler gets hurt in the game? We certainly hope that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm surprised that the Big 12 is, is kind of going through with this game. I mean, we, we saw the ACC pull, pull the, the – the deal last week, which didn't bother me as much because Miami wasn't making the big, the ACC championship game. No, that, that was like, you saw that writing on the wall a mile away, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, and then if, I, if I'm Nick Saban and, and, and Dan Mullen, I'm like, really, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play this week now too. I mean, again, I understand kids want to play and I'm happy that we have the games and I'm happy that we're, that we're seeing them. But, uh, I'm sure, like behind the scenes, that like these coaches who are in these conference championship games next week aren't necessarily thrilled to have to go out there and and, and play a game this week. That's a great point uh, because I keep hearing things that West Virginia still doesn't have enough guys. Uh, I mean, you saw what they put on the field at uh, in Ames last week, yep. and not to take anything away from Iowa State, uh, yep. but it's it's. I mean, I there's a an, a circle and underline. But everybody I talk to, um, it just says West Virginia doesn't is not sure what they're going to have personnel wise. Uh, and that so. was like, and that was like last week with South Carolina. South Carolina had what sixteen guys dressed on defense or yeah. something like that, uh, like forty six guys dressed for the game. I mean, that's again. I'm I'm glad they play it, and I'm glad we have these games, and we get to talk about them on, on this pod and college game day and college football. I'm, but it's like wow, it's, it's just. It's just truly is amazing when you take a step back and you and you realize some of the circumstances for some of these teams and 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 their their ability that somehow we are we're still playing games. But anyway, uh, my first pick is Mississippi State. Uh, I don't. I, mean, I had Auburn last week, and it probably was the right side. You led in the fourth quarter, and you dropped a an interception that probably well, I won't say probably may have been a pick six. But it turn goes from you having the ball right to Texas a and receivers' hands for touchdown, completely turning the game around. But uh, Auburn picks that ball up; they probably win the game outright. Me, I think that was their last stand last week. You get you get okay. crushed by Bam in the Iron Bowl. You're on your home field for Senior Day. You show up, yeah. You, know, you give A and M a go, and yeah, maybe you could have won the game, and you lose it, and kind of gut-wrenching fashion, but missing out on a play. And now you're laying seven on the road. In Mississippi State, who I thought may have checked out a long time ago, but uh, they took Georgia to, to the to the final seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. They played well in the in the Egg Bowl. Uh, I, I thought there was every reason in the world that this team might check out, but they haven't. They, they played better as the year went along. I, I, I give give me give me Mississippi State plus the uh, the seven at home against Auburn. I had that game crossed off because I didn't want to watch that game, Bear, and now I have to watch it because I have to root for you in Mississippi State. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, I was really hoping. I was like, all right, night slate. All right, cross that one off. I don't have to watch that one. All right, By the way, speaking of watching, was that not great last week? You and myself and 
Cole Kubik just sharing our text chain and kind of a Twitter back and forth during the big one at InfoCision Stadium. It was it was glorious. It was a glorious day in Akron, Ohio. I have some thoughts uh, at the end of the pod I want to touch on uh, because I keep forgetting about a couple things that I want to say when I look back, and I don't want to start the pod with a look back at last week because we're already at Wednesday and everybody just wants picks. So okay. I do have that circle. I do want uh, – I have that uh, to get to. Same decision I had last week. I'm glad I made the right decision. I hemmed and hawed about Clemson or the over – all week last week, ended up going with the right side, which was Clemson. We eventually got there, which was not a fun start. But I look at the Alabama game and the over and possible Florida in those games. Uh, we just thought uh, we're going to – I guess we're going to continue using the words <laughs> out. Uh, star freshman Eric Gilbert at LSU is supposedly opting out. Um, I, I can't stand that because um, everything – was all right for how many games they played, but it feels like a quit to me, uh, which is fine. Um, everybody has their decisions to make. But we know these teams are on a collision course. It's just – if there's – I mean, you knew Emma was not taking foot off the gas last week. You knew that. Um, and on the other side, you got Pittman, you got Bryles. You know, you got guys that could that could stir up some offense against uh, Bama if, if Nick does cut the dogs off, knowing what's at stake the following week in Atlanta. And then the same thing for Mullen with Florida. We know it's at stake the following week. We do know they have healthy pits after he uh, was concussed and missed a couple games against Georgia. So the thing that scares me here, Bear, is, is if there's ever a time where Coach Saban might call the dogs off, it's it's this yeah. week, I think, because because of, of what – and I, I, I feel there's a mutual respect uh, for, for our guy Pitt at, at Arkansas and what he's done in his first year. So I'm not sure. I think the back door is going to be open. I just don't know how far the porch is going to be to have to go in, <laughs> in the back door for Arkansas. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about the over there. And I just think on the other side, I think Florida and know what's going on. And in, in the uh, that might be a, you know, our starters are staying in a little bit longer for Mullen than they are statement. But I'm, I'm hemming and hawing there. I like both overs. The issue is, and that's why I didn't give the over in the LSU game last week, uh, was I don't know. I can't trust LSU to do anything offensively. It's it's bad. So uh, I, I'm thinking the over in the in the Bama Arkansas game is 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 where I'm at right now. But I will make it official in the in the column. What else? Uh, what about Wisconsin Iowa's down to a pick'em? You got anything there? I, I, I don't. I don't like that game. Okay. I, I, I don't. I don't like that game at all. I kind of like UCLA again. Like, I'll I tell you I what, every, they're fun, man. They are fun. Everyone, I think the, the recency bias here, like the last thing you saw was Slovis going nuts on Sunday night, and putting up points and getting out to a big lead. And I don't know how many people uh, really stayed up late with this on, on Saturday night to, to see the end of that, the UCLA comeback. And that was awesome. As good as SE was last week, you still have to remember the couple of games earlier this year where they weren't that good. And uh, maybe it's a case where they're getting better off of the uh, the, the Utah game and the, and the Wazoo game, but but this is it's a tricky number. It's low. It, it's lower than you might think it would be. Uh, hanging there at three, I, I can see SC being a uh, a very popular public pick this week, knowing that if they win, they get to the Pac-12 championship game. I, I, I can. I can see myself being on being on the Bruins and the, the, the baby Bruins and the Jumpman there on uh, 
on Saturday. Hopefully the uh, hopefully the other air does the other airline does that flight have uh, televisions on it, TV monitors. If you're in the right section, well, I'm, I'm in the right section. Uh, yeah, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be all right. Do you know how many yards USC rushed for against Washington State? Oh, it was like twenty-four or something, right? Five. Five was it five? I knew I knew it was something ridiculous. Twenty rush attempts for five yards. Now I know they went up twenty-eight nothing in the first quarter, but isn't that when you're supposed to work on your run game? That that was really eye-opening because I, I watched that so. game. We had, I mean, we're at work Sunday nights. We had a bunch of TVs, so there's obviously on one, but that was real. I mean, they could not run the ball against Wazoo, which is not good defensive team. Um, and if they aren't able to run the ball on Wazoo, they're probably not going to be able to run the ball against UCLA. They are, they are much better up front. And I also think the way UCLA can dice you up and spread you out and find matchups, that's a – I think Chip's going to want to play a little keep away there um, away from Slovis because they do got the goods, man. That Again, SC just comes out like – the receivers are just so every year, like you're like, who's this guy? St. Brown's out there. Um, and then I'll tell you the, the new kid I like is Drake London, 15. Uh, he mm-hmm. comes out of the gate. I think the first drive, I think he had three or four catches. Um, but he's he's phenomenal. He's another one. Six five, two ten, just looks like a Greek god out there catching balls. Uh, but that's that's my most anticipated anticipated game to watch. Um, it'll be awesome. They'll both have the home jerseys on. Um, so it, that's a fun one. Uh, good to see you're, uh, on the Bruins and a believer. I'm not talking about the team that Missouri's playing. I don't feel like it. Uh, the line disappeared in Rutgers, Maryland. Um, I saw eight all week. I thought that was too many for the Sunge and now it's gone. It feels like two totally different teams there, which which will be an interesting matchup with uh, the Terps and, and, and the Knights. Um, things got dicey at the end of that Rutgers-Penn State game. You could tell those yeah, no one was, likes each other on either side of the awesome. sideline. Late hits, knee twisting, all that nasty stuff. Is the bucket going to be played for? Well, that was the rumor yesterday with that, that Purdue had some issues and and that was the whole, oh, maybe Purdue's not going to play and we'll get Indiana, Ohio State anyway. Yeah. Florida State's playing Duke. Good. <laughs> <laughs> is, it Coach, is it Coach Ham and Coach K? Uh, no. No, no, no. no. Uh, I mean, look at this. Vandy's on the schedule against Tennessee. Cal's laying two and a half in Pullman. Oh, Texas laying 30. Listen, our uh, – we can't give up now. We lost last week with with <laughs> KU and Lubbock. Came close. It, it it has been it has been very good to us. So this is all right. This is simple. Uh, our math at the beginning of the season was just a dead play against KU. They've covered twice, so now they are two and seven against the spread. Do we want to just take the seven and two and go into the off season, or do we want to press it? Let's press it. Let's okay, lay the 30. Press. Lay the 30 with Texas. They scored 69 last week against Kansas State. Ellinger, we need more this week. How's that sound? Hook them. What else? Anything? I mean, Nebraska, Minnesota, are they going to play? That's, was the, that was the uh, 
the the, the appearance uh, early in the week. It looked like it looked like the the boat was ready to uh, the boat the boat Be was ready to uh, I back, on, back on the water there. So we'll find out. I wouldn't want to give I wouldn't want to give ten and a half with the Huskers. It's interesting because I, I still it, can't be- I can't believe Northwestern lost to Michigan State. Yeah, like teams that have very small margins of error. These defensive-minded teams that really don't have great offenses, that when teams are able to make a couple of big plays against them, they can't counter with big plays of their own. That's a that's a problem. So that's that's what that was. The other the other surprising the Army's a seven-point favorite over Navy as well. Mm. Like these 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 uh, games between the academies, I think like. Uh, Eleven of the last twelve have been like under covered by the underdog, and I think like seven of them have been outright wins, something like that. It re- it really is a, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, like, like last last twelve last twelve games between academies, uh, underdogs are eleven and one against the number, and have won seven outright. Uh, seven mm-hmm. seems like a lot of points. I know this is not a good Navy team, but I'm not sure sure how good Army is either. No, no this exactly. Is the, this, is not, this is not the Army team that went up and down the no. field on Houston a couple of years ago. No, 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 no. That was a legit good team. Yes, no doubt about it. We obviously saw Navy against BYU uh, to start the season, and it, it, it you know it wasn't pretty. But I, I tell because Army comes out of the blocks with a roll job of middle Middle Tennessee. We know what middle was. And then they rolled UL Monroe. Those are two of the worst teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Then they get to postponement against uh, BYU. And then they go to Cincinnati and lose 24-10. Cincinnati had chances in that game. Army was not impressive. Then they come uh, – I want to say they play like Abilene Christian. They come. that. Then the next week was when I said take Citadel. Army only beat Citadel 14-9. They beat the Roadrunners 28-16. They beat Mercer 49-3. Tulane, they got rolled. Um, and Georgia Southern, they won by one. Too late. There's not a good win on that schedule there. Like, I agree. I mean, I'm I, listen, I, I got more respect for these guys than anybody, but it is uh it's it's and not pretty. Two styles that know each other. Like, like, oh, yeah. I mean it's uh, have fun, man. Uh, I mean, the problem with Navy is that they've scored 13 in their last two games combined against Tulsa and Memphis. So it's, it hasn't been pretty, but yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta lean underdog here. Uh, once again, the uniforms, Hey, steal me one of those helmets that they put on the game. day set. all right. Uh, uh, I'll take that. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still waiting for, uh, for my, uh, master's logo game day helmet from the set. I, oh. haven't, I haven't gotten one of those yet. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I could, yeah, not, that I, not that I'm expecting to get one. Get on the phone with some of the ops guys. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I feel like we've was, touched on every game. There. I don't want to leave a game out there before I just give some thoughts on next week. Um, let's just see. Double check in here. Oh, the, all the Mac games. I'm sorry. I got nothing. I am in, I've, I've retired 1-0 as a Mac fan with the Zips. Um, <laughs> I'm retired there. UAB Rice, great win for Rice. Good for them last week. How, how like that was like the most shocking result of the year. Like you're, they did you're, it with a backup at almost every position too. I was going to say you're a twenty-something point dog with a bunch of backups on the road, and, and you shut them out. 
I mean, I, I'm obviously Marshall helped them out with the five picks, but yeah, like wow, good for that them. was unbelievable. It's awesome. Washington uh, paused workouts. Do you know if Washington doesn't play, they're going to go to the they're Pac-12 in. title game? Yep, three and one. Yep. Or again, Mich- Michigan again, State, again, Penn State, you can have it. It's it's a conference champion. Fine. No one's going to the playoff there anyway, yeah. but it's like. Speaking of that, 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 that's a good segue. Like, it, it's funny how people talk about like the group of five being like not treated fairly. Like we talk about Cincinnati and yeah. like Cincinnati and Coastal are both ranked higher than the highest Pac-12 team. Like the, the group of five has more respect right now than the Pac-12 does. Yeah, it, was, it kind of bothered me last last night to see that. I just, I'll say this: the Pac-12 is the Big Ten without Ohio State. There's not much difference there. Big 12, like, the Big 12 is not a good lead this year. I mean, I Big know. 10, Big 10. Big 10 without Ohio State is the Pac-12. I hope I said that right. Yeah, I think you did. I just – Again, it could just be the circumstances of, of this ridiculous year that we're in. Yeah, I mean, all that. I mean, there's not that much difference. Like, just – I mean, do your head-to-head – you want to do head-to-head matchups? You want to do eye tests on teams? Whatever you want. Like, it's not that different. And, uh, you know, it's just – and then you look at the rankings like, wow, really? Like, Indiana with a backup quarterback is is really they're, – they're really the 12th best team in the country. Okay. All right. I got – I got um, – I'd like to see some teams. North Carolina, three losses. They're really 17. I mean, we got, we got some undefeated teams out there behind them. So, it's not fun. Um Anything else on this coming week? No, it's a, it's a it's a pretty dangerous type week in terms of games. It's something that I'm I'm going to tread lightly. I, I, I do I do like Mississippi State, mm-hmm. do like UCLA, but other other than that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be careful here. It's it, it's a lot of a lot of dangerous games out here. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. It is week 15 and we've never been here before. So you nope. should definitely tread lightly. Uh, a couple things I just want to say um, from last week watching games that I just uh, wrote some notes down. Um, I was really happy to see Larry Johnson be the head coach uh, last Saturday and just see him, troll, you know, up and down the sidelines. Like he just looked, it was awesome. He's, he's a veteran. Every I've said it all the time. Whenever I go to Ohio State game, I make it a point to go out to pregame and watch their D-line pregame. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite uh, pregame routine in the country. Um, he's just – you talk about a guy developing players, that guy is A1. Uh, and ask any one of the guys and look at the numbers he has in the pros. The Ohio State center, Miller, uh, was really – fired up before the game he even got Herbie fired up like when you guys went to those live look-ins and he's yelling this and yelling that yep he should buy dinner for Justin Fields like a lot because what Justin Fields did Saturday was absolutely incredible and what I mean by that is I understand there's different linemen he didn't know where the snap was coming any time that whole game. And to see what he did and not know and not have a, 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 you know, a rhythm, it was, it was even more outstanding to me. So uh, Fields is just incredible. Uh, it's a, a pleasure to watch. And what he did Saturday was incredible. Uh, Missouri football, fun as hell. That game against Arkansas was awesome. Um, 
And it was, it, you know, I'm sure Missouri fans thought the world was ending again as they drop interception. It falls into Arkansas's lap for a win, but uh, they got the job done. Coach Drink is ranked. I can't believe it. And uh, shout out to them. And, and one other bulldog, thing. I, they got your Bulldogs at Furrow Field on Saturday. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Um, Fresno State. They're playing Fresno State. Uh, the, the team, the, the, the team that the, the head dog used to man. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, those Bulldogs. Um, and one other thing, I just having Mike Golick back on games and college college football is awesome. Uh, him and Pash sure have been is. together this year, and I forgot how much I miss him calling games. Going back to when he was with Bill Curry uh, mm-hmm. calling games, but I absolutely love having so Mike Golick. So passionate and so real, oh, so knowledgeable, so smart. So Shows good. you what's happening up front when D line and, and linebackers and defensive schemes. It's just a great, great. Um, return, and I'm so happy that he's back uh, calling games. I've been meaning to say it every week on the pod, and finally I just wrote it down and said, um, make sure you it's, say it. It's, it's week 14. Uh, you should probably say it by now because we're not going to have a pod. There's going to be that. a week 16 pod too. Yeah, I know. We get to talk about that Ohio State-Northwestern Big Ten Championship game. There we go. I'm not going to harp on it too much. All right. As Bear said, we'll be back next week for a championship Saturday. Recap and all that. Row the boat, Scotty Mon. Go Gophers. We do have some picks. Uh, the Big Mike Happy Recap is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over $100,000. Download the DraftKings app and enter code Steve at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, Bear, I'm going to go against the grain. As I said earlier, I'm going to lay the double digits for the Arizona State. I am going to lay the two and a half with San Jose State, and we are going to circle the over in the Bama-Arkansas game at 68. Feel good about giving that one. And our Oklahoma and Rutgers are both underlined to uh, make sure we keep updated with uh, the line and that and just see what's going on um, as the Rutgers line disappeared. And then West Virginia, is there's talks of uh, – them obviously being light of players if we saw their performance last week in Ames. And you, sir, are going to Starkville. Yes, I am going to Starkville and taking the uh the seven with the uh, with Mississippi State. And then I'm pretty sure I'm gonna take UCLA plus the three as well. So th- th- that's all I got right now. All right. Uh pay attention for the column coming out around noon Eastern Thursdays, ESPN.com, the chalk section. That's where our official picks are. Bear, travel safe, have a good drive up to Hudson, um, and then a nice flight to uh, to South Beach. Or uh, nah, It's not really South Beach. I hate saying Opalaka. South. Opalaka. Opalaka. Is it still a Hard Rock, right? Hard Rock Stadium? Is it a Hard Rock? Yes. Great upgrade of a stadium. Absolutely. Great. That's, where the, uh, that's where the national championship uh, will be on January the 11th. Mm-hmm. And the steamer is Virginia. I appreciate you, uh, Schwenk, filling in for uh, Bucknuts. He's probably celebrating about this new rule change that Ohio no, he's State. Gonna, he's no, he's going to be mad because, he, to his credit, he, he wanted to play Michigan, and uh, he said he'd rather play Michigan next week than in the Big Ten championship game. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure Bucknuts will be kind of conflicted because he wants the but – the, the, but that's the, the thing, too. Like, And Stuart Mandel actually was the first person I saw that tweeted it out yesterday. It's all this talk about – this ridiculousness of the Big Ten changing the rules and playoff and number of games. Like 
the headline is like like one of the best rivalries in the sport is not being played. Like that that's like the number one macro story. And it's overshadowed now by the the Big Ten not liking the results, so they changed the rules. It's kind of it's kind of like the Piper's Pit episode where like, where, where Roddy Piper like hey, just when you think you have all the answers, I change the questions. I just kind of has that feel. Mm. Uh, all right. So to make the playoff, the Buckeyes will have played and beaten Nebraska, Penn State, Rutgers, Indiana, Michigan State, Northwestern, which has a combined record of nineteen and twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. For for those people that like that that argue that either the system is rigged and that the games don't matter this is an ultimate example of that the, 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 the games don't matter you played five games didn't matter how you looked you're Ohio State we thought you're one of the best four teams in the country going in and we're going to do everything we can to help you all right uh, Ohio State is one of the best four teams in the country and I think they should be in the playoff I, 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 I am not advocating that they're not in the playoff. I don't, I don't care about a conference champion, not the conference champion. They're one of the four best teams. I don't care if they, who they played next week. I'd put them in, but it's just me. My, 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 whole, my whole issue and deal with this is the Big Ten not liking the outcome of the rule that they implemented and that's changing it uh, on, on a whim the last minute. On that note, take us away, Bear. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.